Welcome to Futuramapedia. I'm Steve. I'm Mike. And uh, we haven't done this in a while. This is episode 25. Uh, we've checked the numbers. Actually, we didn't check this time, but I checked the last time we recorded. So it should still be the same number. <laughs> uh, today we're covering episode 25 of the series. Uh, hey, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, it happens to be uh, the Deep South. This is a season two episode. We'll get to that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Should we start with the news? Yeah. Good news, everyone. We we didn't look up any news today. There's no news. No news is good news. No news, but I think uh, uh, really what's been happening lately is just um, there's been, I mean, they had the game released. I think we covered that in the last episode. Yeah. Have you played it at all? Not recently. I haven't been playing it. It's. I remember when I started it, it just took a long time to to like get things yeah. built in the game. I feel bad because I was really excited about it, and it was exactly what I wanted, more or less. But now I don't play it. it, it as you said, it takes takes too long. Yeah. Um, the only other thing that's been <laughs> happening in the future world that I know of off the top of my head, they did that radio play podcast thing, but I still haven't listened to it. Oh yet. yeah, yeah. I think maybe we'll, we'll we'll both listen to it at some point and cover it at some point in the next to near future. Uh, okay, so why don't we just get started with the episode. Uh, so, like I said, we watched The Deep South. Yeah, and the uh, 30th Century Fox synopsis, not brought to you by Netflix anymore, because they took it Futurama off, is deep between... Nope, that's wrong. Deep beneath the ocean, the crew discovers the lost city of Atlanta, where Fry falls hopelessly in love with a mermaid. This is like straight out of your dream, eh, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> why don't you tell us about that? I don't know what you're talking about. Um, so this is, like I said, um, overall episode 25 of the series. It's a season two episode. Uh, what on the DVD case? Does it say it's episode 12? Yeah, it's episode 12. Yeah, because the code on uh, that we, the production code assigned to it is two ACV 12. Oh, good. So that That's lines right. up. It does line up. Although I think. <sighs> I don't know. I, j- I always get confused at how they released it on the air because uh, it was never in the same order as the DVDs. Let's just be real. We're always confused. Uh, so, uh, so the, I, off the top, overall, it was an okay episode. Yeah, the this, greatest. Yeah, this one never really stuck out for me. Aside from there's some pretty funny jokes in it, but yes. Uh, and actually, the, for the jokes, there weren't a lot of signs, and because I know we were, I, I was looking for some of them on my second watch around. I know you were uh, freeze framing a couple times, but yeah, I was, and I tried. My prep for this episode was to try to remember what I could from the episode, and I remembered a few like my favorite jokes, and and then I wrote down to specifically watch for signs. But yeah, not not yeah. big on signs. Actually, that's a. Uh, the thing about this episode is I think a lot of the uh, iconic uh, Futurama jokes come from this episode. The, not the jokes, but the one-liners. Okay. I think, I think as we'll get to. 
Okay, let's jump into it. Yeah. You start. <laughs> uh, well, actually, so surprisingly for an episode about uh, finding the, the lost city of Atlanta, they start off not anywhere close to that. The Hermes requisitions a a license a pet license for Nibbler, but it comes in and it's actually a mandatory fishing, fishing license. license. Great jaws, dreadlocks! There's been a mix-up. This isn't a pet license; it's a fishing license, and it's mandatory. See, see what I how I wrote? No, a fisting license. Oh, and that's not the kind of mandatory license. See, Act want. One, the top there. Act One, fishing license. Yeah, kind of looks like a T though. Can you imagine if it was a fisting license? I'd rather not imagine that. <laughs> So they go fishing uh, on top of the Planet Express ship. Yeah, so they and they go to the exact center of the Atlantic Ocean for some it's, reason. It's a good spot to fish. Yeah, um, and uh, they, I guess that that starts the the whole series of gags around fishing. So there's uh, Fry and Bender having the fishing competition where they extend their arms this big. <laughs> um. Leela uh, keeps catching boots. Yeah, yeah, and then she finds she catches something twenty times as heavy as <laughs> as a boot, um, which happens to be uh, ten pairs, ten pairs, of, ten pairs boots. of boots. And and Bender he tries to get fish with his laser guided uh, fishing rod, right? But yeah, uh, he it, ends up he gets fry more often than <laughs> yeah. Uh, so here, like, the joke comes up where Bender steals Amy's parasol. Right. And then they actually make the joke later, but what is the difference between an umbrella and a parasol? Um, I didn't look this up, but I assume a parasol is just a very big umbrella. Okay. I'll go with that. I think it, I think they're this, basically, an umbrella, or a parasol is an umbrella, but um, an umbrella is not a parasol, necessarily. So all... Parasols are umbrellas, but not all um, umbrellas are parasols. Yeah, you know, all squares yeah. are rectangles, but not all rectangles like are squares. All fruits are tomatoes, but not all tomatoes are fruits. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think that's it. That's not one? <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess that's that's how we get started into, uh, into finding Atlanta. I, I keep wanting to call it Atlantis by mistake. Oh, I wonder, because it's a parody on Atlantis. <laughs> um, but... Uh, they they first well actually before they get there um, the mechano man has caught something which is uh, Farnsworth's line of uh, when uh, Bender actually hooks a fish on the parasol hook yeah using Hermes's manwich as bait. my manwich so is that the first occurrence of my manwich that's that's what I have written down is this the origin of okay. the manwich I okay. think it is I think it's the only occurrence of manwich in the Futurama series my manwich. But it's a popular um, quote from Hermes, I think, that comes up. Oh, big time. Yeah. A lot of people uh, just then, go, my uh, man witch. My man witch. And then Dwight uh, ends up saying it at one point as well. Dwight. Which one's Dwight? His son. Oh, okay. I, 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 don't, I barely remember those episodes. <laughs> well, I guess that's basically where they get... Uh, so they, they are using the diamond filament tether, tether yeah. on, the, on the ship, which... They don't even, uh, they, they kind of gloss over the, the fact that it's attached to the ship, but 
if the diamond tether is unbreakable, then whatever is attached to on the ship is also pretty strong. Because <laughs> it doesn't break. Yep. But they get pulled underwater. Yep, yeah, and uh, so that, so then they basically got stranded, and uh, one of the jokes I liked was when, uh, and maybe, I'm not sure if you're there yet, but uh, they have to go out on a search for food, so Leela tells Bender and uh, Zoidberg to go out and look, because they can survive underwater, and Fry says, well, they don't know what I like, so I'm coming too, and he ends up, so he breathes out of a garbage bag <laughs> with a silly straw. Uh, yeah, actually, no, I hadn't gotten that far. What I what I wrote down for one of the jokes, um, well, actually, going back to that uh, before I get go back there, um, before Fry gets to go out there, is he's told uh, by Hermes that the pressure will crush you like a green snake under a sugarcane truck. <laughs> but he says that because he's Fry's trying to go out without uh, without any any pressure suit or oxygen. So I just thought that. Uh, I'll get back to this, but Hermes has a lot of one-liners in this episode, I think, that are, are pretty good. Okay. Why don't we just go through them all now? All right. Well, we already mentioned uh, my manwich, which is uh, a pretty popular Hermes line. Um, similarly, he also yells out, my Speedos! <laughs> and actually loses his Speedos. Which carries through as they're sinking and, or getting pulled underwater. He's naked the whole time. Yeah, you specifically pointed that out to me. I was very impressed with your <laughs> well, continuity I checks. Well, well, when I was watching it the first time, I wasn't really paying attention. But I just, like, because I was watching it the second time, I'm like, oh, I wonder if they actually kept <laughs> through or if he was actually naked the whole time or if they put clothes on him. Because sometimes the animators forget, right? Yeah. But um, sometimes just forget to put clothes on. So uh, one of his first lines uh, with the fishing license was when he proclaims, Great Jaws Dreadlocks. Oh, yeah. I thought I wrote down Jaws like J-A-W-S. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. But in the transcript, it's written out J-A-H. So I'm not sure which is accurate, but Jaws, J-A-W-S, makes more sense to me. Yeah. When you say transcripts, it was like subtitles? Transcripts. Okay. I didn't look at the subtitles. One of the, the subtitles. Sometimes they get it wrong. But um, that one, uh, that that's the only one. Where he his only great whatever whatever line in that episode. He doesn't have too many right. of them. Uh, and then the other line that I have down here for for Hermes, that poor demented honky. <laughs> yeah, he really did. That's a good point. Yeah, it was a lot of one-liners. He he didn't have a lot of lines in the show, but he had a lot of one-liners. <laughs> uh, Philomar. Is that yeah. Hermes? Yeah. I watched The Incredibles 2 last night and Phil Lamar was voiced. Nice. I haven't seen either of The Incredibles movies. Mm, they're good. You should watch them. Oh, so, Fry meets a mermaid. Yes. And uh, she is voiced by Parker Posey. And I know who I know her from now because I was brought up. The, yeah, the uh, name sounded familiar, but I didn't look her up. Yeah, she's, uh, you've seen 40-year-old virgin? Yes. So, you know, uh, the girl from the, the bookstore? The one you, you plant the seed? Right, right, yeah, and early then, yeah, in the movie. Yeah, and then she, like, he almost hooks up with her? That's Parker Posey. Oh, uh, okay. I'm looking through her, uh, like, famous four movies, Days and Confused. Yeah. I, rem- I remember her from that. I, anyways, that's who she is. 
Does she not start in more things? Apparently. I think I don't know. Maybe she's just been a lot of, in a lot of small, small, small roles. roles yeah. So, uh, so a couple of uh, a couple of things always uh, skipped over before before the mermaid thing. That's what. That's Act Two. You say you'd say. What's your yeah. Act break there? On there? I wrote Fisting License Act One. Fry meets Umbriel Act Two. Okay, so uh, get before that. There's a few things that I that I wanted to just okay. point out uh, while they're. Uh, while they're going underwater. So, you know, a lot of people don't really think about spaceships not really being good for swimming or going underwater. Yes. So it's actually specifically pointed out that they can't <laughs> handle uh, handle the pressure. They say, like, it's a spaceship, so it can handle between zero and one, one atmospheres of pressure. Which, you know, makes sense because there's, like, no atmosphere in, in space. So. Right. <laughs> um, but... They say they need to equalize the pressure, and they say, "What do we need to do?" And then every, all the pipes start bursting, and water comes in. He's like, oh, "That should do it." <laughs> um, and um, I, I thought one of the small things that uh, uh, Hermes brings out—it's another Hermes joke, actually. Oh yeah. Um, there's he is, always has rules for everything. Yes. Right? So there's a process that they need to follow, and he brings out the code of conduct for cannibalism. <laughs> of course, he has that. Yeah, I think it was really just an excuse so he could eat Zoidberg. The important thing is that we don't panic. There are rules for situations like this. No, the first order of business is lunch. I suggest a nice lobster Zoidberg. I mean, Dr. Zoidberg. And, um... Oh, yeah, sorry. I was just confusing which which line was where. Um, And, yeah... This the start of this scene before they meet before Fry meets the mermaid is uh, the professor pushing the suppositories. <laughs> that that's a running gag through the yeah, show. Yeah, he's, he's the pushing them a few times. That's a um, big suppository. He's got yeah. too. So, uh, so he meets he meets the mermaid, Umbriel Parker Umbriel. Posey. Yeah. Uh, s- Speaking of of the name Umbriel. Um, oh yes, it is a reference to Ariel, yeah, um, a Little Mermaid, yeah. But the uh, the further note that I saw on this one was that Ariel and Umbriel are actually two moons of Uranus or Uranus. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, I'm I'm completely wrong. It's Eurectum. <laughs> well then, good news. It's a suppository. <laughs> <sighs> But I didn't realize that those were moons. Uh, suppository. There's yeah. a whole lot of butt jokes here, right? Moons, suppository. Yeah, that one was a little more subtle. The, uh, okay. the moons of, so thank you for moons. looking that up. Um, uh, so, yeah. So, meets the mermaid. I think at first, Fry started... Fry doesn't go off with her right away, but he tries to tell everybody about, uh, about Umbriel. Because he hasn't met her. He doesn't know her name yet. Yeah. At this point. But we know it. We know it. And they don't believe him. But uh, they call it Ocean Madness. Oh, yeah. The Wet Willies. <laughs> Which is, uh, and, and of course, as we, we always have to remember that Ocean Madness is no excuse for ocean rudeness. <laughs> yeah. You only say that <laughs> or when I'm drunk. That was also good. Um, actually, I really liked that professor. That was probably, if there was a favorite professor line, that was probably it. Was ocean rudeness. Yeah, it makes me laugh. <laughs> No, it's excuse for ocean rudeness. Um, so, uh, you know, Fry gets is really frustrated that nobody believes him, so he goes off to look for, for the mermaid, and he proceeds to try to pack oxygen in a suitcase. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> You're like frantically packing stuff in, and, then, and that's when she pops up, up and gives him the little breathing, the breathing apparatus. Yeah, that should be offered in the form of a suppository. <laughs> that might be a little difficult, but um, breathing through your butt. Yeah, uh, and this is where we get like a little, a little bit of a, a montage of. Uh, of their romance, I guess you could say, right? Yeah, it was actually, it was nicely done. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's a couple of lines in there, too, that, like, this uh, alternating between, did it just get warmer, or did it just get a little colder? <laughs> referencing. Referencing. Yeah, because I think, actually, the, the line is, relax all the muscles in your body, and then Fry just sighs, and then, <laughs> then Umbriel asks, did it just get a little warmer over here? <laughs> uh, oh, that's good. And then, that, um, that actually... Tie, it ties back to that later when the Planet Express crew go to search for them. Yeah. They follow this trail where the water gets a little warmer. <laughs> and so we were looking up that song that actually they play over it. Oh, yeah. I'd ask you, I'm like, is this a Beatles song? It sounds very Beatles. It's not. Not Beatles. It is Donovan. Yeah. And you looked this up, right? So Donovan, uh, he's, a, he's a Scottish singer, uh, apparently. But they he, call him Mellow. Yeah, that's what he's, I think, most famous for. But uh, Atlantis is the song that was playing over this Fry and Umbriel montage. Yeah. And then they parody that later when there's a video because they, spoiler alert, discover the lost city of Atlanta. And there's the, uh, the video, the documentary video um, that they have. He, he voices it. Yeah, Donovan himself voices it. And it's basically the same as the intro to the Atlantis song. Yeah. Just about Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta was a city, landlocked, hundreds of miles from the area we now call the Atlantic Ocean. Yet so desperate the city's desire for tourism that they moved offshore, becoming an island and an even bigger delta hub. Until the city overdeveloped and it started to sink. Knowing their fate, the quality people ran away. Ted Turner, Hank Aaron, Jeff Foxworthy, the guy who invented Coca-Cola, the magician, and the other so-called gods of our legends. Though gods they were, and also Jane Fonda was there, the others chose to remain behind, on their porches with their rifles, and one day evolve into mermaids, and sing, and dance, and ring in the new. Hail Atlanta! Hey, it's a good song. Yeah, actually, I'm going to listen to it in full later. Just uh, maybe, We'll just maybe. put it on repeat under <laughs> all of this. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it, they basically, uh, they, get a, they get introduced to the city, the city of Atlanta by, uh, they call him, I think, did he introduce himself as the colonel? I think so. Yeah. I think you're right. He's obviously a parody of... Yeah. Obviously, a parody of the Colonel from KFC. Yeah, uh, but he, he gives them a tour around. They show him Turner Field, the Coca Cola bottling plant, and the airport. And the airport. <laughs> but that's where they get the video of Atlanta. Where, okay. Yeah, from their tourism. I I didn't write all the names down, but this is what what I remember. So they said Ted Turner, Hank Aaron, the magician, the magician, the Jane, guy who invented Coca Cola, Jane Fonda, and Jane Fonda. Yeah. Was there one other? I feel was like it was and Jane Fonda was there? Yeah, Jane. Yeah, at the end, they said, and Jane Fonda was there. Yeah. She jumped in the boat. But uh, Hank Aaron, actually, that, that goes back to uh, Hank Aaron. 
I don't know how many uh, generations of Hank Aaron's it was, but in the Blurns Ball episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the worst player. Own. The worst player. Yeah. Um, uh, Atlantis. So I was curious about the lost city of Atlantis. Yeah. Which it's parodied on. I know only like a, a little bit about it's it. It's pretty so much I'm, all I know after researching it. Uh, basically, it was, it was said to say that 12,000 years ago, this city of Atlantis sank and it was supposed to be like a very advanced civilization. Um, that's pretty much it. It's from Plato. So, uh, yeah, see, fictional island mentioned with the, this is from Wikipedia, with the, uh, with the allegory of the hubris of nations in Plato's works, Timaeus and Critias. I don't know. Anyways, Plato, Plato talks about it. So it's just a big myth and legend, right? And people are still looking for right. for Atlantis to this day, and they think they find it. And uh, there's a bunch of documentaries about it. And so there's a there's a TV show that I that I really liked. Uh, I'm, I found it's 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 long since ended, but um, I remember finding it on uh, the the movie network as a show on demand. Um, Stargate Atlantis. Yes. Uh, I really like that show. So they basically take the myth of Atlantis and turn it into Atlantis was an actual city in, I don't know, far off galaxy or whatever that they find. And they find it underwater and and in the first episode and it rises to the surface and they find it's like this huge advanced city. Oh, see? Yeah. You should have known all of it. You already knew all this. But but no, this was like a, this wasn't exactly the same as the myth but i just yeah I, I that's do, a, that's where they base it yeah they, yeah they base it they make it like a realistic kind of thing yeah. as realistic as aliens from space with an underground underwater city but I digress <laughs> um actually i think that that's um uh, i do, do on a little side tangent actually that's i find when uh sci-fi shows do that kind of thing where they take like myths and then turn it into something like a plausible alien that's kind of i kind of like those shows that's good that's a smart smart way to do it too yeah all right so um the planet express crew they uh, well the professor fixes the engine using uh papier well he calls it paper mache but it's papier mache papier mache it's french um, so papier is paper yes and mache so they just, means they can leave as soon as it's dry mashed <laughs> yeah yeah, Which, while it's drying in the water. water. <laughs> Although I, I assume that that part that needs to dry is inside the ship, of my guess. I think that was the whole joke, was that it was drying in the water. Um, and they say that um, while well, Hermes misses his uh, wife and his oxygen, and of course the professor responds, yes, we all miss our loved ones and, and gases. gases. <laughs> uh, um, so... But Fry doesn't want to leave because he's in love with Umbriel. It's getting laid. Yeah. Or is he? Yeah. And well, neither do Zoyberg doesn't want to leave either because he's uh, got he's himself a, a nice house. He's a homeowner now. Yeah. He's got a clam. Clam shell. <laughs> so yeah, so Fry, so Fry, finally Fry and Umbriel get down to business and they find out that their body parts don't match. Yeah. So, I mean, neither of them, well, Umbriel has no idea what Fry has, and Fry is really grossed out at uh, the egg situation. Yeah. So he runs away and uh, gets grabs onto the parasol hook, which is still attached to the ship, and gets uh, swallowed up by the big, what was it, 
Humong- uh, colossal it? mouth bass. Yes. And uh, have you tried bass? It's quite delicious. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. fishy. Yeah, yeah. Side note: We have that. Uh, whenever uh, Vanessa's dad catches fish, oh yeah, yeah, it's good. I wonder what colossal mouth bass tastes like. So, so yeah, he saved. Well, he saved. Uh, they don't realize it. They thought. I guess uh, the Planet Express crew assumed that Fry is still in Atlanta. Yeah. Because they come back, they uh, they have a record-breaking fish, but uh, Fry falls out of it, and the record is no longer broken. Yeah. <laughs> um, and actually, no. Um, Bender gets it uh, before the. It's taken away. Bender gets a giant check for one thousand dollars. Oh yeah. And so that and raises the question for me: like, what would one thousand dollars be today? And I think that's. It can't even be twenty bucks. I was thinking fifty cents. Yeah, because <laughs> like it's a thousand years ago. It's a thousand. Yeah, what's inflation in a thousand years? I don't know. We'll put that out to our listeners. Yeah, you what, do the math. Yes, do the math for us because we don't want to. We'll have a, a contest. They'll win your. Uh, the winner gets the California the accurate, raisin. No, it gets the the, the Picard Kubros block no. Mega Blocks. I'm not Picard. giving anything away. <laughs> I gotta purge my stuff, but I'm not giving away. <laughs> uh favorite line best joke are you ready for that yeah i think so so mine i'll save mine my favorite line no sorry my favorite joke for the end because i think it leads into one thing that you want okay okay uh so I'll, I'll start with my favorite line it turns out i loved her but i wasn't in love with her trouble in bed <laughs> That was a good one. Um, this one, I will call it uh, call it my favorite line, but it also involves a psych egg, but I've got a different best joke. So, favorite line, I think that flag might be poisonous. <laughs> I think that's uh, Zoidberg pointing out the oh, pirate Oh, is that the flag. pirate flag? Okay. Yeah, the pirate flag, because they find a pirate ship. Yeah, 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 that's a good one. Yeah. And your best joke, then? Uh, best joke, I actually like the, uh, the boot gag. The, yeah, uh, yeah. The... I've got something 20 times heavier than a boot, and it's a box of boots, 10 pair. <laughs> 10 pair. Uh, my favorite joke was, and it's actually more of a line, the, the actual line of when he's running away saying, why couldn't she be the other kind of mermaid with the fish part <laughs> on the top and the lady parts on the bottom? <laughs> yeah, so um, without uh, doing more research on it, apparently... That is a reference to some some sci-fi show way back when, where someone like meets a mermaid and wishes that uh, she get legs, and the wish backfires, and get the, her top half turns into a fish, and the bottom half turns into a human. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, what that reminded me of instantly was uh, there's there's a great big sea album. I think it's called The Hard and the Easy. I've got it on the shelf over here somewhere, but. Um, the cover of the album is a it's like a giant fish head with uh, women's legs yeah. sitting in a chair, and that's a reference to the song on the album called "The Mermaid." Yeah, it's a good. <laughs> it's a funny. I've never. I love that band. I've never listened yeah. to it before. So this. Well, the the album itself is like um, not a B sides album, but it's like um, uh, like stuff that like not released on from their other material or whatever. And I think it's like songs maybe even songs from newfoundland or something okay i have to look it up again but it's are we gonna play it yeah we can play some a bit of this a bit of the song 
but it's it's basically the song is it's a short thing it's like it tells this tale of like a fisherman or something meeting a mermaid and at the end it's like it uh it's exactly what i was described uh girl with the a fish for the for the top and uh girl at the in the bottom <laughs> i can't remember the exact line but we'll throw it in the uh in between somewhere i need to look up some of these lyrics then her sister she swam by set my heart a whirl because her upper part was an ugly fish but her bottom part was a girl yes her hair is green as seaweed her skin is blue and pale her legs they are a work of art i love that girl with all my heart and i don't give a damn about the upper part because that's how i get my tail yeah there we go it was her yeah, he went for the sister, who's the, <laughs> the other kind of mermaid. <laughs> Fry's choice. Uh, so, oh, yeah. I think I, I'd, because, you know, yeah. Should I describe more why I go for the, the latter kind of mermaid? No, we can leave it to Fry. Because they still have the gills, man. They still have the gills. Uh, so, yeah, overall, that was, a, that was a fun episode, but, you know, it wasn't the, wasn't the greatest it was, uh, it was a good episode. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. <laughs> I would maintain that they have no bad episodes. Uh, I don't know. I have a few Kiff episodes I could probably uh, oh, yeah, you and throw your in Kif. that category. We're going to do an all Kiff episode. We'll watch every single predominantly featured Kiff episode. Well, I think we watched uh, Where the Bugalo Realm already, so we can we can skip that one fine <laughs> there's enough uh all right well i think that's that's about all i had written down we, we talked about uh we talked about donovan already right yeah talked about donovan we got that uh, talked about fisting licenses I, I i think we didn't but we don't need to save for next time i don't know what episode we'll do next time actually uh um, episode 26 Hold on, I got it right here. 26 is uh, Bender Gets Made. Meh, could do that. Actually, not a not a bad one. Problem with the Poplars, that's uh, episode 7, 27. Mother's Day is 26. Yeah, we'll see. I like the Poplars. Actually, the Poplars make me hungry. <laughs> that's like, uh, makes me think of, what is it, uh... Popeye's uh, chicken, yeah, Louisiana, whatever. Have you ever tried it? Popeye's? Yeah, I've had Popeye's. It's Is it right. good? Sorry. I almost had Popeye's. No Poplars, though. No Poplars. So I thought we should have a tradition of uh, making a signature drink every podcast. So I wanted to do something with the mermaid. I didn't. Didn't have time, but we would have been drinking out of the old Coney Island whitefish glass. Well, instead we were drinking a Songbird Pale Ale from Bicycle Craft Brewery. Delicious. I say that's probably better than a than a custom drink. I don't know. That's okay. Than the Coney Island Whitefish. <laughs> All right. Well, let's be Trampedia for this episode. I'm Steve, and I'm Steve. I'm Mike. All right. See you next time. Yeah.